This episode of Writing Excuses is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse to start your free trial membership. Season 9, episode 53. This is Writing Excuses, writing for fun. 15 minutes long because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Howard. I'm Dan. And we're going to talk about writing in a fun way. Now, on the podcast, we often talk about the professional side of writing. And writing as a pro does get kind of stressful at times. Um, And the thing is, we all got into this because it was fun, because we loved it. Nobody becomes a writer because, well, I'm sure there are some people, but most people, (laughs) and uh, I hope you listening, didn't become writers because you wanted to make millions of dollars, became a writer because you just legitimately enjoy doing this. So during this podcast, we want to talk both about writing, perhaps as a hobbyist, um, and not stressing about the fun, or not stressing about the, the professional side. We also want to talk about if you are writing very consistently, how you can make sure that you're recapturing the fun and having fun every day as you're working on your writing. Um, if you've been strong-armed into writing, yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We love this. I don't know what's wrong with you. Well, no, we're coming off of NaNoWriMo, <laughs> where I think a lot of yeah. people have, you know, last month, they buckled down, they wrote their 3,000 words a day or whatever, and they might be thinking, wow, writing isn't fun anymore. On the other hand, um, I meet a lot of people who will come to me and say, I'm, I'm just a hobbyist, or, you know, I'm not re- a real writer. And I, I want those people to know, yes, yes you, you are. you totally are. When, when Brandon was pitching this idea to us uh, to do this as, as a podcast episode, he used the, the comparison of people who play basketball. And I know I've got, you know, I don't do any game that requires legs, but I've got neighbors that play <laughs> sports all the time. They'll go every Thursday night and play basketball together. And at no point does anybody ever say, well, that's too bad that you never made it to the NBA. Yeah, you know, well, you're, you're, you're a failed basketball player. Right. No, you're not. You're doing this for fun, and you love it. If you don't work on your free throws, you're never going to be able to go pro. <laughs> and yet with writing, yeah. we have this sense that if you're not getting paid for it, if you're not going pro, that you're wasting your time. Right. And that's not true. No, it's not. Um, I remember, you know, Dan can back me up on this. We were you know, writers together in our early days. I can remember the moment where I realized I just really love this. I love writing these books. It was so much fun to back then run to the Kinkos and print off a copy and get it bound so I could go the next day to my friends and say, here's the new book. And, you know, my readership was five people, you know, and, but they would get that book. They would read it. They would love and it. your Kinkos bill. My Kinkos oh my bill. God. Yeah, it was like, it was like <laughs> 60 bucks to print off one of these books. Um, but everyone, it was so much fun. And I had such a thrill of finishing that book that I realized, I'm going to keep doing this. It doesn't matter if I never sell a book. It doesn't matter. You know, if I'm 70 and I've been doing this my whole life, I'm not going to be a failure because I've loved every moment of it. And if what I'm doing is I'm taking Thursday nights and writing my books or, you know, Thursdays, Saturdays, Fridays, Monday, you know, (laughs) I I do this pretty compulsively. But the money is not a measure of how much I enjoy or how much you enjoy doing this job. Yeah, I um the thing to the thing to consider here is that if you are if you're writing as a hobbyist, if you're just writing because you want to enjoy it, um you don't need to worry, you shouldn't worry about external validation. Mm-hmm. You're writing this you're writing this for you. Uh you're writing this because you want to write. 
um, you, you want to put the words on the page. Um, I, I want to free you up to do that. You don't need external validation. I'm externally validating you right now. You want to write? <laughs> Merry Christmas. You want to? Yeah, Merry Christmas. You want to write? <laughs> congratulations. You are a writer. Yeah, I really think that there are people who are listening right now who need to hear this. Um, you know, I remember, Dan, you were talking, telling a story about, you know, getting discouraged because all your friends are selling a ton yeah, of books. I, I made this stupid mistake a couple years ago of going out to dinner with you and with Brandon Mole and with James Dashner. And if you ever want to feel poorly about yourself um, and your artistic success, that's a great opportunity to do it. Um, and I came home that night just feeling like, you know, what am I doing? I'm not selling a fraction of what these guys are. Am I wasting my time? What is the problem here? And realized in that moment that that's not why I do this. I don't write because I want money. I don't write because I want to get on the New York Times list. I write because I love it. And in that moment when I considered quitting, I thought, well, what am I going to do? Well, I'd probably just end up writing anyway because that's my job. That's been my hobby my whole life. It's what I love to do. And that's why we do this. You know, we've talked in the past about uh, wanting to write versus wanting to have written. Um, for me, recently, uh, I've, I've been way behind on uh, getting the comic out. Okay, so way behind for me means, you know, I'm only 10 days ahead. Uh, but I would look at the artwork that needed to be done, and it felt like a chore, because at the end of it, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to have drawn the comics. Um, I have switched recently to using brush pens instead of technical pens, and what I found is that that switch up meant that when I was sitting yeah. down at the table and not thinking about being done, just thinking about putting the line on the page, there was something about the tactile experience, about the, the visual experience of, you know, one minute there's no black there and now there is and it's kind of magical. Uh, that is fun and I mm. enjoy that. And with that being there, I can sit at the table for hours and just draw. And then the work gets done. <laughs> you know, I think that that's, that's really important to say. Uh, we want to talk more about that. I, I think there are people out there who need to hear right now that it's just go and write and love it and don't stress about becoming published. Um, there are other people who are working so hard on this that they need reasons, or um, not reasons, but they need, they need ways that they can make sure they're capturing the fun and not turning this just into a chore. Um, and you know, discovering new brushes and new technique is one way to do that. Uh, with, with actual with, with writing, I think that you can do this by experimenting. Absolutely. I talk about this a lot. Um, do, you know, if, if you feel like you're losing the fun, try something new. Whether that is, today I'm going to write a genre I've never written before. Or, I've always done third person, so now I'm going to do first. Or, I'm going to write about a character you know, a side character in this story just for the heck of it. Or one thing all three of us have done, I know, is uh, just outline something. Don't, not, mm -hmm. don't even have to finish it and write it. Just outline a really cool idea that gets you excited. Yeah. Um... Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. 
Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Speaking of which, I should talk about our book of the week because um, there is a story... I, I habitually do this as a writer. I found that the way to make sure that I'm always having fun is that I'm always free to jump and try something new, that I'm not locked into one world, one setting, or even one type of genre. Um, and one of the books that I did this with a few years back was called Legion. Um, well, the sequel, Legion Skin Deep, which these are very episodic, so you could start with this one. Uh, it's about twice the length of the first one. It is free on Audible right now. You can download it. It's only free for three more days. Okay, so if you haven't grabbed it, you need to go grab it right now. <laughs> it is. If Christmas has already happened, yes. I'm sorry you didn't get your present. Yes, but <laughs> as of present, Legion Skin Deep is 100% free in audiobook. It's only, it's four hours long. Um, you can just go sign up for an Audible account. You do not even have to pay the money or sign up for credits or anything. You can just download that book for free. And anyone who's been listening to this podcast who um, has already signed up for Audible to support us or to get books. Thank you very much. Here is your free present. Go download my new book for free. Um, it, the story is about a guy who has a very weird psychological disorder in which he can become an expert in any topic very quickly, but that information manifests as a hallucinatory person who appears to him and is his expert team. So in the first book, he learns a new language and it manifests as a hallucination, a woman he can see who interprets that language for him. Um, and he has this whole, he has, uh, has 40-something people who are each an expert in different fields, and he solves problems by kind of wrangling all of his hallucinations together to point them at solving this difficult problem. He's, he's like an action hero, except he's really a middle manager, and all of his hallucinations are the real action stars. Um, <laughs> Legion Skin Deep, it is very fun. I would recommend it to you, but I'm a little biased since I wrote it. <laughs> um, now, for a peek behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. I, I have to ask the self-serving question here. A lot of the time when we do these really fun, I'm excited about this, I'm going to write it kind of project, we're inspired by a, a, you know, another work. Right. What inspired you to do Legion? Um, it was uh, the John Cleaver books. And <laughs> your, uh, you knew, knew this, right? Yes. Yeah, it was Dan's <laughs> weird take on psychological disorders, and I think it was actually Hollow City. I think it was, it was Hollow we, City, was Hollow which City. is my book about schizophrenia. Yeah, your book about schizophrenia, because we were doing the workshop, the writing group on it. I remember exactly now. And I'm like, wouldn't it be cool if um, he were an action star? And you're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, these hallucinations, <laughs> if they helped him out. And you're like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, you should write this book. And for like a year afterward, I'm like, Dan, you remember that cool book that, you know, we brainstormed that you should write? And then finally, Dan said, Brandon, write the book. I'm not going to write it. It's your book. So I sat down, and the next month I wrote it. 
uh, and I had a blast. This is actually really well. a, a great insight into properly managing critique during a writing group. Yes, Dan, it was, it was a, write the book that you want uh, to write. Let Brandon it, write that one it, that he's it, telling it, you it your book It was really an, an awful writing group comment of, hey, you should really make this into an action star. I did wow. not say no. that about you. No, you I didn't. I said that there is another uh, book out there that I think yes. you could do some cool stuff with schizophrenia for, but it was the wrong way to make a comment. So, you know, um, talking about being inspired by something mm -hmm. and, and talking about fun, uh, I have been really enjoying uh, uh, Gearbox's uh, Borderlands 2, mm. uh, especially the, the downloadable content. Uh, Tiny Tina's Dragon's Keep, I think, is, or Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep. Some of the best video game writing I've ever had the joy to mm. play through. And it, had in, it inspired me to want to write stories in Gearbox's universe. And I'm never going to get paid to write stories in their universe. <laughs> But I, you know, I sat down and I outlined some fun stuff, and it was fun to do. And when I was done, I'd had fun, and I'd gotten it out of my system, and I didn't make any money, but I had fun. And that's, yeah. that's you know, I do this all the time. Um, you, Legion is an example of something that turned out very well that I released. Um, I've, I have several what we call trunk novels. These are books I've written and put aside because I wanted to explore a new genre. Um, and I think that a lot of newer writers have trouble writing things that they know aren't going to be, get published. I was working on one of these books. I wrote a book called Death by Pizza. It is a uh, urban fantasy. Oh, I um, remember that. I did. It was. It's not very good. And as I was writing yeah. it, I knew it wasn't very good. Um, I, I have another one. It's a screenplay that I wrote. Not very good. But I wrote it to learn things and to practice things. And then I put it aside and said, I'm never going to publish this. It was a blast to write. But I'm not publishing it. I do this all the time with my, with my published novels. I will write the viewpoint of a character I'm not intending to put in the book uh, behind the scenes for me to get to know that character better um, and also kind of just refresh myself. Sometimes I stick them in, sometimes I don't. Yeah, you see this with so many other art forms where people will do a concept sketch or you know, a style guide or something like that. You'll see this for movies. We love looking at those. You know, this is the design for the monster, all the designs for the Star Wars monsters that they mm -hmm. didn't end up using. Those are fun, and you can do that as a writer, um, you know, describing all of these things or saying, I'm just going to write this scene because it, it, it sounds exciting. And you might never use that, and you need, I think, to, to not slave yourself to the idea that everything you write has to be important or publishable. Just write it because it's fun, because it gets you excited, and can help you write the real thing you're yeah, working on. Yeah, I've got on. a couple of pages of uh, campy, film noir, private investigator, first-person stuff, which I wrote just because I wanted to play with that POV. It is totally unusable. Mm -hmm. But everything <laughs> I put on the page was, was me having fun, being over-the-top, Clever, but not clever. Uh, it's a riot. No, you can't have it. So those of you listening um, who were thinking, you know, the other way, um, you were not thinking like, you weren't the one who was thinking, oh, it's, I should be okay just doing this in the hobby. You're like, I want to be hardcore. I think what we need to give you as a present is it's okay to break your deadlines now and then. Um, even as a professional writer um, who has a decent reputation of keeping deadlines. Once in a while, I call my publishers and I say, I need to write on something else. Now, we've talked about on the podcast the importance of keeping deadlines. 
of meeting deadlines, of making deadlines for yourself, um, of setting goals. And these are all very important. I don't want to downplay the importance. And as, as a pro or as a semi-pro, it is important to keep your promises and things like this. But I am giving you the permission right now, if you are worried about the fun leaving your writing, I'm giving you permission to break a deadline, to put a book aside, to go and write something just because it was fun, because you need to remember how much you enjoy this and what a blast it is to be a writer. And if you ever lose that, it's going to be very dangerous for the quality of your writing. Doomed, doomed, I say. Oh, wait, we want them to be happy. We want them to be happy. You know, that, that could be a, a great writing prompt. You know, everyone listening to this, you've got that one thing that you really want to write that you haven't let yourself write yet. Go write it right now. I think that we can do that. We are out of time. Um, and so that's your writing prompt. Write that thing. Write that thing, that idea you had that is just a goofy idea. Or you're like, oh, I, I can never do that. It's time to write that thing. Make that your, your New Year's promise to yourself that you'll write that thing, whatever it is. This has been Writing Excuses. You're out of excuses. Now go write. If you aren't familiar with Locus Magazine, they're a long-standing and respected website, magazine, archive, and resource for science fiction, fantasy, and horror. Basically, they're the industry magazine for our genre. They also run the annual Locus Awards, a top-tier award that recognizes new, diverse, and excellent voices in speculative fiction. They tell the storyteller's stories through author interviews, book reviews, curated reading lists, international industry news, obituaries, and more. Locus has meant a lot to me, both personally and professionally. In my career, I've been interviewed by them, and I've also turned to them as a source of understanding who is involved in the industry. Locus is holding their annual fundraising drive to keep their doors open, lights on, and future bright. I'll be contributing to their crowdfunding campaign by donating a cutscene, some original art, and a couple of other things like, do you want to do a one-on-one -on -one chat with me? So join me in supporting Locus.